0: Hey everyone, this is Ken from Neon Goldfish. Marketing can be tricky, and simply getting any response should not be considered a win. Your goal should be getting a response from the most ideal customer that you can think of. Furthermore, having them feel educated and more sales ready when they initially contact you is even better. In this episode of the Neon Noise podcast, Justin and I discuss buyer personas. What they are, why you should take the time to create one or more for your marketing and sales efforts. We hope our conversation gives you a solid understanding of buyer personas and the information you need to get started in creating your own. Enjoy.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast. This is Justin and Ken. Hope you are all doing well. Hey, Ken, what do you want to discuss today? Well, Justin, today
0: uh, I think we should talk about buyer personas. Uh, specific- buyer personas, all right. Specifically, what they are, why they're important, and even how you go
1: about creating them. All right, Ken. So I heard you say that buyer personas are the PDs of the marketing world. What What exactly do you mean by that? All right. So
0: I have made mention that. Buyer personas are the PEDs of the marketing world. Anyone that's a sports fan, they'll recognize your the acronym, PEDs, uh, as performance enhancing drugs. Right. right. So not exactly what I think about when we're talking marketing. <laughs> right. No. I mean, go maybe ahead. not the most positive <laughs> of analogies here, but stick with me for a second. All right. Right on. So we've heard uh, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, they've all been accused of using these PEDs. In PEDs, Performance Enhancing Drugs, they provide an athlete an advantage over the other athletes by enhancing muscle growth strength, reducing their body fat. They help with recovery time. Sure, this term has a bad stigma, but I think its overall purpose applies here. So developing a buyer persona, it's going to help elevate your marketing and sales efforts above the norm to give you an unfair advantage or or that competitive advantage that we all search for right okay
1: yeah so for those of you that don't know what a buyer persona is what the definition is it's a semi-fictional representation of your ideal customers they represent the perfect customer you wish would walk in your door and buy from you for example we work with quite a few home improvement companies right yep Let's imagine that you are a home improvement contractor. Your phone rings constantly for a wide variety of different types of jobs. You get all kinds of calls, everything from replacing shingles that were damaged from the storm last week to somebody that wants to put an addition on their home that might include a kitchen remodel or something along those lines. Most contractors in this instance would prefer the home addition that included a kitchen remodel because It's probably a larger ticket and it probably has better margins. Sure. So, you know, why not, why not do business? Why not, why not target that type of buyer directly as opposed to everybody else, right?
0: Right. Trying to be the everything to everyone, right? Exactly. So yeah, that buyer persona, creating the, your focal point or a buyer persona around that person that consumer that wants that home addition it, it, with the kitchen remodel let's hope that's in there too is is the goal here now let's look at negative personas as well these are okay. also a thing in exactly it's it's kind of the bizarro world of the buyer persona it's sure. uh it's those folks that are the shingle repair uh this this negative persona uh, is is important to create because then we can identify um who we don't want to do business sure. You know, you think about all the money that's spent marketing to the wrong people. If we create mm. this negative persona, we can exclude those. And then we create the buyer persona. We know what specific buzzwords we need to uh, include. What what type of messaging mm. is going to resonate with them, where they hang out uh, line, where their, their consumer behaviors lie, right. um, ultimately uh, leading to – speaking to the people
1: that we want to do business with in the end right all right well i mean this all sounds great um you know what are um what are the best ways to go about creating your buyer persona
0: there's lots of ways to go about creating the buyer persona it's it you know obviously getting started and just doing so i think the, Mm -hmm. the best starting point is your current customers True. Right, you're likely likely you have existing customers that are going to be more than happy to mm. share some of the details that you're going to need in creating this buyer persona. Um, right, and you can flatter them with a compliment, how great of a customer they were, and ask them. If, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, flattery works. <laughs> ask them if, uh, uh, works. if if they can learn a little bit more about what you did that attracted right. them to your business yeah and and I got that one on one conversation i mean an online survey can make sense if you got a oh, large Big group you group. want to tackle right if you can do one on one though you'll get better
1: feedback and, and more insights um yeah anytime you su- can you can have that one on one conversation um that's probably gonna be more ideal what about uh, what about talking to your sales team um they talk to prospects every day um you know they may have Inside tracks to, you know, exactly what their goals are, challenges, objections of, you know, what that buyer persona would look like, you know, talking to them about prospects and, um, you know, prospects that didn't turn into customers, you know, for your negative buyer persona. That would be extremely helpful as well, don't you think?
0: Oh, absolutely. The sales, sales team, I think, is often overlooked when uh, for, for input and, and they're looking for better leads. So if there's things right. we can do on uh, the marketing side to... Uh, speak to uh, that that target customer. I mean, sales is in the they're in they're in the business of making closing deals down and making commissions. So if we can get them better mm-hmm. leads that are more qualified, better ticket, better margins, they're going to be happy too. So they should likely be more than happy to participate in in helping you there.
1: All right, so then uh, we've got good old fashioned research. You know, after talking to your best customers and sales. You should have a pretty good feel for your buyer personas. You know, put yourself in their shoes and, you know, turn to the interweb for additional insights. Try to search like they would search, you know, find blogs, industry influencers, industry resources, forums that they might reference. Just really digest uh, everything that that they're talking about.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's. Well, a little bit of elbow grease—it's I mean, just a manual labor that goes into goes that goes a long way. But yep. it's going to go a long way. Going so when you go in your you you get through the uh, the research, you've talked to your sales team, you've talked to your customers. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the areas that we should really focus on because, like, okay, great, I got this understanding of who this is, but we want to put yeah. this on paper. I mean, we're tr- we're creating a semi-fictional representation of our our. Our target customer. So, right. some of the things that you want to include is is their background. What is their background? Details about the job they hold, their career path, mm-hmm. how they got there, even their family life. There's influences from their personal lives that carry over into uh, what their buying and consuming habits can be. Uh, sure. If that's a B two B client, if a B two C, obviously that that, mm-hmm. that takes place directly. Uh, demographics, information about their gender, their age, their income, where they live. Um, some of their behavioral habits, uh, type of personality they have, you know, if they are the introvert or the extrovert, um, do they have a preferred method of communication? Do they like to be, you know, emailed versus phone, yeah. you know, a phone call received? Sure. Um, what I'm are their about- goals? You know, what, what do they focus on, um, uh, mm-hmm. at home and at work? Um, challenges, things that, uh, that provide resistance to obtaining mm-hmm. their goals, uh, some of the common objections, reasons that they would not buy your product or service. What are, you know, and, right. you know, what are some of those those common things that they say? Let's let's get those on paper. And then lastly, what are some real quotes that they'd say? Uh, some of the things they'd say regarding their goals and challenges. So to make things easier and, you know, if you're jotting these down or you're in the car yeah. and you're trying to remember all this, to make things easier, we actually created a, a how to create a buyer personas for your business download. It's a guide. We'll give you details on where you can download that later here in the podcast.
1: All right. So here are some ways that you can benefit from more defined buyer personas. Uh, a likely increase in your marketing ROI. You know, Gone are the days of the spray and pray marketing campaigns, making changes to your design and message placement of your marketing messages to be more in line with the interest of your buyer personas. It's likely going to yield a higher return on the dollars spent in marketing. Uh, Couple that with closed loop marketing software, and you'll be amazed, you know, roughly how much insight you can now have. Absolutely.
0: Uh, The other, another is more quality leads. When you position your business in front of the proper audience and you key in on the things that matter most to them, you're going to generate more quality leads. Yep. And then an increase in those quality leads is going to generate a higher lead to customer conversions,
1: resulting in more sales. Simple, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Marketing and sales will be better aligned. You know, with marketing and sales focused on the same defined buyer persona, they can identify and communicate with one one another much better. You know, feedback from sales will assess marketing and marketing in turn will provide better leads to sales. Absolutely. And also... Improving future product
0: development, I think, is something that we could touch on. Better understanding mm-hmm. your customers is also going to identify what other areas they may need help opening doors of opportunity for new products and services that you could create or start to provide. Uh, this will help better serve your customer base today and tomorrow,
1: mm-hmm. strengthening your overall customer relationship. Absolutely. All right, so what uh, what are the, the next best steps to creating our buyer persona? We've got this how-to guide that we're going to download. Did we provide a, a URL for where they can locate that at?
0: Yeah, so to start off, uh, next steps, let's let's download the uh, how to create buyer personas for your business. You can find mm-hmm. the URL in the show notes, neongoldfish.com forward slash podcast. And this will serve as your guide for creating your buyer personas. It's going to touch on all those uh, specific areas that we mentioned
1: earlier. Right. Okay. So um, two would be, you know, let's make a list of your best customers that closely resemble the type of customer you'd like to do business with. You know, just go through your customer list and, you know, take a peek and, and, you know, identify exactly who it is that uh, is your best customer and try to uh, replicate that. Absolutely, and then connect with those those customers. Uh,
0: whether it's via phone, email, you set an appointment with them, you do an online oh. survey. I know we've used SurveyMonkey in the past for for these, and it works really well. Although I will warn you, the surveys do take some pro encouragement to to get completed. Uh, so don't don't get discouraged if you send out a survey to uh, two hundred customers only to fill it out uh you might have everybody's to not gonna respond that first time <laughs> so it's
1: nice if that, that would be
0: <laughs> and if you do have that happen give me a call and tell me what you did all right um, <laughs> next work with your sales team learn more about the conversations that they're having with uh the, cust- the current customers you have and
1: the, the prospects they're talking with on the phone all Right. You know, and then uh, leverage the internet. You know, uh, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, act as your buyer persona, try to mirror uh, exactly uh, ways that they would search and look for answers and problems with your product and services. Sure. And then after you've done all that, now it's
0: time to create your buyer personas. So you might have one, you might have two, you might have three. It all mm-hmm. depends. Start with one, go through that process, and then rinse and repeat. Um, once you have that buyer persona created, uh, the next step is start implementing changes in your marketing and sales efforts. Being more aligned oh, yeah. with the interest of these defined buyer personas. Right. And then track your successes and failures mm-hmm. and, and identify where you're doing well, where what's resonating, what's not. I mean, this isn't a one and done uh, All right. setup. up. You're going to want to to go back and revisit your buyer personas on a regular basis and discuss these successes and failures and make changes where needed. And like I said earlier, rinse and repeat, continually make this a dynamic component of your business.
1: All right. We're out of here for today. Hopefully you guys have a better understanding of the importance of buyer personas and are excited about creating your own. As we mentioned before, you know, be sure to check out the show notes at neongoldfish.com forward slash podcast. This is Justin and Ken with Neon Noise. We will see you next time. Later, guys.